Hi there. I am Chidi Akuna. And I am Victor Akuna. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Today we'll be discussing a addressing this query. I don't know what to call this question statement that has been sent. Mm-hmm. Help! My spouse is withholding sex. <laughs> okay. Now we want the spouse to know we hear you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a very um, big issue mm-hmm. um, in a marriage, mm-hmm. especially because we believe that sex should be for the benefit of the man and his wife. Absolutely. Okay. The man as well as his wife. Absolutely. So uh, we, in looking at this, we decided to consider reasons why this house may be withholding sex mm. okay and then um in that way prefer solutions Absolutely. that you might want to consider mm-hmm. okay that would help you go back and see what you can do about this mm. okay and the first one is past trauma mm. so how do, how do you think that impacts on sex yes um for people who have been traumatized in the past mm. probably like Yeah. Now yeah. that would affect um, their experience in marriage Absolutely. as well, yes. because um, yes. there's that fear. Uh-huh. They come into marriage with that fear, uh-huh. and if if probably at the point they were raped, they were raped, uh-huh. they um, were unable to see the therapist to walk them through that process. Uh-huh. Now walking into marriage, they would have that distaste for sex. Absolutely. Okay. Now going to give an example. Mm. Now, not directly linked to this, but which would give us like, would you further explain this point? Mm. Now, there was a woman who was raped. Uh, uh, no, not raped. When she, when she, when they married, mm. she would often go to bed wearing shorts. Mm. And the husband used to wonder, oh, why would she always wear shorts? Mm. And he thought, okay, I'm going to be proactive here. Yeah. I'll go shop for some lingerie. Mm. So she can wear them for mm. me. Mm. So she knows this is what I want you to wear to bed. Absolutely. He he went up, got lovely things, and she after wearing them, still wear her shorts underneath. Mm-hmm. He got so comfortable. Mm. He called her, sat her down, and we had to talk about this. Mm. When she was a young girl, mm. uncles used to visit their house. Mm. Now I think at the time, their her mom tra- had tried to talk about you know sending these uncles off, mm. but he he wouldn't. Mm. So mom decided to be proactive to help her. Absolutely. So she went to put them shorts and mm. say, okay, you wear shorts today. Mm. When they come, when they come to you, try some, start trying something funny. Mm. Scream. Mm. So before they get down there because of the shorts you're wearing, I'll be in your room. Mm. Okay, and she grew up with that. Mm. You see, and that's into marriage. Absolutely. So sometimes experiences from the past that mm. people have not dealt with, have not processed, could mm. also play a part in this. Absolutely. And before I just make a point in this, I like to just say that you know, for parents, if your daughter or your son complains about something like this, it's very important for you to take them seriously. Well, yeah. having said that. You know, one key thing about trauma is that it doesn't go away. You can bury it. You can think you, you know, you've forgotten about it. There are, when the moment you find yourself in a similar situation, those emotions will be resurrected. They will just come alive. So the key thing here is this: do your best to to address this trauma. Do your best to see a therapist to be able to help you overcome this. And for the spouse who is not the one that has been traumatized, you know, we need to be more understanding because sometimes some of this thing does not make sense to you because you are wondering, why, 
after they didn't rape you so how is this causing you to clench and to you know to be to find sex distasteful so we you can't understand because you know your experience that's why we must be very sensitive you know and find you know have discussions about how we can constructively assist our spouses to be able to resolve these issues to say that we'll be sharing seven points okay that um, would help yeah. just share the first one mm-hmm. which is pastoral when we say selfish mm. you know, it's like um you being more concerned about your own interests yes own needs absolutely and not paying attention to the needs of the other absolutely In that case, one would just feel what's what's the point mm. you know, he or she just comes, does his or her business, and just goes. Mm. And then that's when you hear people complain. Oh, mm. she, she, she's never interested. She's never involved. Yes. Or he's never involved. You know, mm. depending on who it is. Or he just sleeps out the moment he gets what he wants, and he doesn't care whether the wife is happy or not. I mean. Being selfish is like um, Jimmy Evans will always say, the marriage is brutal on selfish people. And I think that plays a role in sex as well. The best way to have the best sexual experience is to think about satisfying your spouse. And that's the best way. While your spouse is thinking about satisfying you, that's the only way you'll be able to get the best experience. Because if you're thinking about me, myself, and I, Mm. what you're going to do, you're going to have a resentful spouse who, at the end of the day, feels like, what's the point? I'm just being used as a tool here to meet his needs or to meet her needs. Mm. People don't Mm. want to be treated like pawns or like tools or like Mm. toys. Mm. So So true. The next point is that it is painful. Mm. Some people find sex painful. So why do you think? Yeah. Why do you think a woman will find sex um, different things now. Okay, yeah. for those who stayed for three years yes. in their marriage, okay. yeah. uh, probably she was a virgin mm. before mm. marriage. Yes. Uh, some people just feel that don't realize that there are levels mm. to this thing. Mm. So you probably were able to penetrate mm. her the mm. first time, and mm. you just think, yes, it's a drive-through now. Mm. I can go on, mm. not realizing that the next time you do it, mm. you might. Yes. Okay. So absolutely. you need to be um, gentle with how you go about it. Absolutely. Okay. And then, um, for a woman who's just had a baby. Yes. You know, yes. she she could she could find it um, painful, and generally, some women may find some positions painful. Yes. Okay. So that's why we encourage couples to mm. discuss to mm. talk about these things. Okay, let him know. Let let it not just be. It it should be something you a conversation you both have. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I don't like this. You know that hurts. Mm. Or and then talk about your fears. Don't Absolutely. just sit down and let him or her do whatever oh, and not express express how you feel about it. Mm. So you, what you find is that for people who find it painful, mm. instead of speaking out, mm. they might just decide, okay. Um, I don't like this thing, so mm. I, I'll, I'll just lock up. Mm. And you know, another key thing about this is this: sometimes when a lady has not done it for a long time, mm. it mm. can make it spot on. painful. Spot on. It can make it spot on. And for a guy, sometimes we probably if the guy went through surgery, mm. it can also make it, make it painful. So we need to be understanding. Yes, of yes. Each yes. that's true. Process. That's true. We forget the guys sometimes. Yes. That's true. That's true. Okay, so the next point is unmet expectations. Mm. You know, where one person doesn't feel competent or mm. doesn't feel, okay, I'm enough for this. Yes. I can do it. Yes. I can um, give all the stuff. 
styles and mm. positions. Mm. You know. And so you know, sometimes for a guy, for example, I like to speak for a guy. Sometimes guys have this uh, utopian image in their brain, and they think, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. But subconsciously, they feel mm. I'm not this pro. I'm not this expert. Mm. Especially guys that have been exposed to the form of pornography. They yes, have this yes, unrealistic yes, expectation. Yes. This is how I'm supposed to do it as pro. You're comparing mm. yourself with someone who does that for a living, mm. who is a professional. And mm. that's one of the impacts of how pornography, uh, one of the negative ways pornography impacts on marriage. Yes. It creates this unrealistic expectation that puts people under pressure. Mm. And they're trying to meet up to something that is not someone, something like a movie. And mm. some of people are acting with cameras mm. all over the place and mind. Mm. I mean, why mm. put yourself such a through such a tonic. Mm, talking about pornography, mm. I um I would I, I encourage our listeners to look out for our next YouTube video, Absolutely. which is um is pornography good for us, mm. especially when um my, my spouse, needs are not uh, my spouse is not getting yes, me yes, there. Yes. That's the topic. Mm-hmm. Is pornography good for us, mm-hmm. especially if my spouse is not getting me there? Mm. Uh, in that video, we shared um, a lot. We talked about pornography. Absolutely. Okay, and the ills and perils of pornography on your marriage. Mm. So in a case like this, you know, like you were saying earlier, um, the woman could also feel inadequate as well because mm. in using it, in mm-hmm. using you both are seeing these people, you mm. forget that they're acting out a script. Mm. So you, he, he, because you think he wants you to meet up, well, he would want you to do what's been while you both are watching you and you know you can't meet up i can't possibly act out what these people are acting at that point you know it gets to that point where the woman just feels do you know what i can't meet up i'm done i'm done trying and sometimes one of the things that causes this is you know because each time people view pornography it's for them to feel that level of high they need to go to a darker level they need to Mm. take it to a higher level and so Mm. the more they they are they become you know the more they get into it the more they become addicted to it and that even makes it even more difficult for them to meet any expectation okay so the next point is using sex as a tool of punishment and manipulation okay oh my spouse has done something wrong. Mm. Do you know what? I'm mm. not going to have sex, mm. so he or she can feel the sting. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm going to teach him a lesson. Mm. Oh, he annoyed me. Mm. You know when spouses have these unresolved conflicts, mm. and then they start using sex as a tool to deal with the conflict or yeah. whatever the other spouse has done. Absolutely. It is dangerous. Yeah. It is. No, sex is something that's supposed to bond you together. Sometimes it's supposed to connect you. I mean, you are your spouse's only legitimate. Uh, 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 what they call it, the only legitimate relationship through which they can meet and express this need. So withholding it is doing yourself and your spouse and your marriage a disservice. Hmm. Alright, so let's not weaponize sex. Yes. Sex is something yes. that's supposed to burn yes. this together. That's something that's going to use as a tool to, you know, to manipulate our spouse, to be able to bring them to their needs. No, no, that's not what it's supposed to be for. You know, if we get to that point where we begin to appreciate the benefits of sex in marriage, you know, like you said earlier, it's a Mm. tool that brings us together, that Mm. strengthens our bond. Uh, And sex is intended for for pleasure Mm. of the man and his wife, like I said earlier. Mm. If we get to that point, then we'll, I mean, drop all of these things to do with punishing the other because of something Mm -hmm. and be more proactive about resolving conflict. Yes get more proactive about it okay and the next point is that some people think sex is dirty Mm. could that be the situation here Mm. sex is dirty Mm. you know when we um 
we've been sold mindsets like mm. this, sold concepts like this, mm. uh, and we walk into marriage with this. We mm. walk in forgetting that sex was created by God, mm. and when God created everything He created, including sex, He said it is good, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, getting it, sex is supposed to be enjoyed within the boundaries of marriage. Absolutely. So you're in marriage. What? Why? Why would you be withholding sex from your spouse because you think it's dirty? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you might need to. Uh, Query some thoughts. Mm. You know, sometimes some thoughts that our, our parents put into their children they to pre- uh, um, as a form of protective measure mm. so that they don't get into sex or yeah. experimenting with sex before they are married. You know, that's mindset in a certain this point. If you mm. listen. But mm. one key thing is this now you need to begin to awareness mm. that because now that you're in marriage, it's going to be a limitation. So sometimes a tool that can be a form of support in your previous experience yeah. might be a limitation. For example, if you're building a house, mm. you'll need people that will build the foundation. But the moment the foundation is gone, you're going to leave it again. That's true. That's when true. they're going to putting up the building, putting up the roof, putting up the building, people that will do the foundation work. Yeah. Right? Because that set of skills is no longer necessary. So mm. now you're in the business of the you're building something different. Whatever you use, may not be relevant. So you need to review yeah. and see what is no longer serving you. Yeah. And so if you have some of these challenges, you can inbox us and give for a foundation from the affairs. We'll find mm. a way to help you. Mm. Okay, and the last one is mm-hmm. that sex is just for procreation. Mm. So, um, depending mm. on your culture, mm. uh, uh, the context where you grew up, your Absolutely. background, yeah. okay, because in some cultures this is prevalent, and the young people are told mm. sex is just for children. You need to wait until you get married, and mm. then you have children. Mm. For a woman who's been told something like this, she walks mm. into marriage and she mm. thinks, ah, what's the point? What what does it? What, what's this whole talk about having sex weekly and all that? Mm. No, we wait until we're about to have children mm. and then there's the other part to do with you know when a woman is scared mm. after having a child mm. and she's scared of taking in yes. again yes. you know we can't discount these things mm. you know th- these are real fears are real that fears. should be addressed Absolutely. you know when she's scared of taking in again and she's mm. like oh no we have sex again we're going to have another baby mm. and i'm not ready to, to go that route again mm. it could be a challenge and mm. unconsciously she might just be locking up and not realizing that you both need to be talking about these things and looking for a way out of it absolutely i know one key thing here is this we cannot discount our spouse's fears yes, you know, yes because you can say oh after we're using protection we're using contraceptive mm-hmm. but some people will say that uh, you know, zero, even if it's 0.1111 percent where this comes from mm-hmm. so people may be genuinely afraid mm-hmm. so rather than bullying them and trying to find ways the key thing here is this what are you talking about this sure. if it's not resolving speak to a person speak to someone mm-hmm. that's going to help you break some of creativity into the, into the discussion into the situation mm-hmm. all right so one that, that's one thing and then what do you emphasize sex is meant to be enjoyed sex is meant to be you know, a way of bringing, you know, bonding your spouse, yeah. bonding with your spouse, and yeah. bringing both of you together. So, if you're struggling in this area and you want us to be able to help, but I would like to invite you to join our intimacy leader program for married couple. Mm. And these are areas. These are one of this is one of the key issues that we discuss. We discuss finance. We discuss sex in marriage. We discuss business. We discuss business and career. The cool goal is this: we help couples build that intimacy, mm-hmm. such that you can be able to connect and feel safe in each other's arms. Safe to talk about even big issues. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. 
So we'll leave you here until we come your way again. Mm-hmm. It is goodbye from us. So do not forget to look for us at, on all platforms, yes. Foundation for Family Affairs. Yeah.